The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have been able to join us here on Saturday morning. And by the way, I'm going to turn my sound up just a little bit. By the way, just to let you know, uh, you can watch the live video feed. If you're listening by Red State Talk Radio, you can watch that on SonsLibertyMedia.com. Despite me not being on YouTube and uh, my second channel being pulled down, uh, because of reporting the truth, the documented truth, I did everything with documentation yesterday, and yet they gave us their first warning on the on the new channel. And so I told Bradley, I said, I'm just done with setting up another channel. <laughs> um, so I have ways of putting it on Sons of Liberty Media, so that's what I'm going to push. If you want to watch the video portion of the show, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down right there on the right side of the page. Our friend Michael Roach is going to get um, before it's news ready for us so I can put where I live stream to Twitch over there, uh, Twitch.tv, and then I think it's under Setting Brush Fires over there. But uh, that's what we're. That's what I'm going to do. And then what I'm going to do is after the show, because that live feed cuts off then, and it doesn't keep a record of it on there. I'll be uploading um, to Library, to Brideon, and to BitChute. And uh, Library usually works pretty quickly, so that's probably the one that you're going to get when you go to um, SonsLibertyMedia.com for the rest of the day or the weekend or whatever from this show. And then each day it'll work like that. Okay. Uh, as usual, we have other outlets, and you'll be able to catch Bradley this afternoon on the YouTube channel. Uh, it's just, man, I don't want to be a part of people and, and try to build something up just to constantly have them knock us down uh, until we get somebody who will fight on our behalf in the court system the way it needs to be done. Uh, so that's kind of where the morning show will be. We'll still be here, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can still catch us there. And all you guys on Facebook, we appreciate you. Jeff Herzog uh, with... Um, RadioAmericaUSA.com. We appreciate you and carry, uh, carrying our stuff over there. Thank you so much for that. And uh, again, as soon as Michael's got it up, which hopefully he told me it might be this morning, but it wasn't. So, uh, or at least maybe I don't know how to do it there. <laughs> uh, his guys are going to be on that. So hopefully by maybe Monday morning, we'll be broadcasting again live on BeforeIt'sNews.com. Also, if you would like to help us out. Again, we don't hold our hand out for money, but we do let you know we have needs. Please head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com 
And uh, when you go over there, you'll be able to see that we have a donate button there at the top of the page. You can click that if you want to make a donation to help us out. You can also go over to um, become a monthly supporter as a son or daughter of Liberty. You set up uh, an amount that you want to give, and uh, you can do that. And once you set it up, it comes out every month, and we appreciate all of your support. We appreciate you guys coming in the chat room. Appreciate you guys on radio and all of that. Just want to let you know there's some, there's some different things that are going on uh, that you may not be aware of. And then don't forget, go when you're over at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, just scroll down right there on the right side of the page and sign up for a newsletter. We don't rent it out. We don't spam you. Uh, we don't do any of that kind of stuff. You get one email a day. It gives you the articles that we have on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com uh, by me, by Bradley, and our contributors over there, and it helps keep you informed of what we're doing. Now, with that said, we are talking fats, the good, the bad, the ugly. I know what you think. Fat is ugly, right? <laughs> but here to help us understand what good fat is and bad fat, which I got to tell you, uh, Kate, I, my wife tries to explain that stuff to me. And the only way I got good fat was if you got a good piece of grass-fed beef with <laughs> that had some fat on it, uh, that that was supposed to be good for me. I don't understand the other things. I don't understand how they work. So I'm glad you're here with us. Good morning, Kate Shimarani. <laughs> Hi, good morning. Uh, I, I can't believe you're banned from everywhere. I, you're starting to definitely feel like my brother in Christ now because <laughs> I'm the banned woman. Uh, and that in mind, um, you know, being banned and, and people attacking you and targeting you and the fact that we're, we're all, we are being set up against one another. It's really clever, but that's the devilly clever game. So I think we should remember Loving others as ourselves is the second greatest commandment. And go down to um, Peter, 1 Peter 3, 8, to sum up, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, and humble in spirit. And uh, I have to remind myself of that. And also, you know, we're told to look out for things in, in end times, and it doesn't say uh, man or woman or or believer or non-believer, it says that man will just be completely, I can't remember the exact words, uh, depending on which one you're reading it from, but just be concerned with himself, just completely yeah. consumed <clears throat> with himself. His love for and, others um, his love, be, love for others will grow cold. Um, that, yeah, yeah and, and we're seeing that. Uh, we're seeing that absolutely everywhere, in everything, everything. And, um, and then it's not just that we're seeing it, it's being replaced with uh, not even science. It's being replaced with lies and fraud that's being touted as science. This whole wearing the mask. I'm wearing my mask to protect you. And you wear your mask to protect me, which is complete poppycock. But this is what they're touting. So I think even in these difficult times, <laughs> I have to remind myself to like the person who's immensely irritating me. Well, I think I think it probably gives us yeah I think it probably gives us a, a an insight into God Himself because uh, imagine our rebelliousness towards Him that we are unloving people or unlovable people we don't love Him we shun our nose at His law and His commandments we treat uh, the Creator as though He is um, the greatest enemy that we have and yet the Bible tells us that as believers. 
when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He demonstrated love. He didn't just say, hey, I love you guys, you know, like the beer commercials. I love you, man. He didn't do that. He went the distance and he gave his life on behalf of sinners in order to redeem them back into God uh, through his blood. Yeah, absolutely. So facts, let's look at what God gave us and what he didn't. Um, so it never has, this is, these are my uh, my notes from when I used to work on the, uh, the cowardly radio in the UK that booted me off when I told the truth. And actually, when I watched that video back recently, it's almost like I'm reading from a crystal ball. Everything I said in March has come to fruition. But of course, God had better plans for me. And here I am on Sons of Liberty. So these are my um, notes from the show. I used to go and research what I was going to talk about. So it was always exact. But this was my mantra. And never has it been more true. You are what you eat. Today's food becomes tomorrow's cells. And no amount of exercise is an offset for a poor diet. And back in 1856, the Dice of England obtained the first patent for extraction of oil using solvents following an experiment by Jesse Fisher in 1843. And that led to the 1950s and the 60s where soybean oil had become the most popular vegetable oil in the United States of America. And today there's a wide variety of cooking oils from plant sources, olive oil, canola oil, which is rapeseed oil, palm oil, soybean oil, um, corn oil, peanut oil, and then all the others like safflower, rice, avocado, coconut, animal-based oils such as butter, lard, and ghee. Now I was weaned on lard. My mother cooked everything in lard. And nobody had all the disease that they have today. And my sister actually in Australia still cooks her fried eggs and everything else in lard. So the worst and the best oils. Canola oil has a very high smoking point. So it's good for cooking, but it's not good for salads. Flaxseed oil is good. It's a good source, source of alpha-linolic acid, ALA. And it's one of the three omega-3 fatty acids, which lowers inflammation now that i'm going to go through these because i'll forget flax oil is part of the gerson therapy that i did for cancer nine years ago instead of chemo and radiotherapy there's the answer there i'm still here um but what it actually does by lowering inflammation so i personally i get a jar and i put half flax oil cold pressed organic half apple cider vinegar about three bulbs of garlic, a teaspoon of organic dill. This is all organic. And I shake it up, the chopped garlic. Can I put it in which, And every three days or so, I put some more garlic in. And I have two tablespoons of that concoction every single day on my food. And it's delicious. So there's a reason. Flax oil pulls oxygen to the cells. And remember, we're a bunch of cells rocking through space. Sugar from your foods in the presence of oxygen generates ATP, energy, adenosine triphosphate. And that's why when you're not generating energy, you feel tired. You can't generate an immune response. So flax soil is an elixir of life. So I'll continue. If you're on blood thinners, you must speak to your doctor because it may increase bleeding. But do you see there's a natural blood thinner, but they'd rather give you a NORAC drug. Anyway, but do always speak to your doctor. You can't cook with flaxseed oil because it destroys it and actually changes it. But you can use it. You can put it on your food. Walnut oil, it's nutty in flavor. It's good as a dressing. Sesame oil, 
It's light for stir frying and it's good on, on salads. Grapeseed oil, low in saturated fat. It has a high smoking point, so it's good for cooking. Baddies, the baddies, palm oil. It's high in saturated fat. It's processed and it's unethical because they literally burn down the forests and they kill all the natural habitat of a lot of the primates. Partially hydrogenated fat. That's what give things, gives things their long shelf life. So when you go in your supermarkets and you see all these cookies, biscuits, as we call them in the UK, and cakes and breads and pastries and, and you know, doughy things that are all on the shelves and they've got really long shelf lives. It's because they've got this partially hydrogenated fat. It's horrible. It's disgusting. And what it actually does is it pushes oxygen away from your cells. So if flax is an elixir of life, that stuff is death on a plate. And, and as I've said, um, you know, about, uh, you know, oxygen in the presence of sugar. And interestingly, those kind of fats, they make tumors grow. They make cancers grow. So fats are dirty fuels. They increase free radical production in a cell. And what's a free radical? It's an uncharged molecule and they are toxic byproducts of oxygen metabolism and they cause significant damage to living cells and tissues and it's caused oxidative stress. And the body has certain vitamins and minerals to counter, uh, counteract that called uh, antioxidants. So let me just explain this in simple terms because people always find it hard. If you imagine a car driving along with four wheels and behind it are some cars with three, three wheels, um, um, they are free radicals because they got a wheel missing and they want to pinch one of yours. So when they pinch one of your wheels, your chassis tips over, it drags along the tarmac. It gets all damaged to the body and the paintwork. You're now a free radical and you're suffering oxidative stress because you're getting all this damage. And in your, your wing mirror, you see a truck coming along that says vitamin C. And on that truck are spare wheels, paint body blokes, mechanics. And they're going to give you a wheel and fix all your car up and you're good to go. So that's your antioxidant, that vitamin C. You were a free radical because you had a wheel missing, but now you're repaired. Does that make sense? So yeah. what do we find antioxidants, vitamin C in? Dark chocolate, pecans, blueberries, raspberries, kale, beetroot, strawberries, artichokes, carrots, goji berries, red cabbage, beans, spinach. That vitamin C on the shelves is mainly ascorbic acid from cornstarch and acid. Vitamin C naturally in nature comes as a compound, comes with ascorbic acid around the edge, vitamin C, vitamin uh, P, which is all your bioflavonoids, and vitamin J, which is good to stave off pneumonia. And it comes with copper, which is good for your, um, or your elastin collagen. So try and eat it in its natural source or get some camu camu, which is pure vitamin C. So what do we really need? Kate, we need small Kate, amounts. Sorry. Kate, yeah. let, me, let me interrupt, interrupt just a second. Uh, because this is something that I'm trying to understand how they get away with a vitamin C as ascorbic acid when it's really not, it's really not that. You're saying it's the outer shell. But how do they get away with deceiving the public and saying, okay, you can take this supplement, it's vitamin C, but it's ascorbic acid uh, versus something that's real. I mean, are they, they're not really being honest with the public when they do that, are they? 
Because they're all gangsters. This is the Food and Drug Administration. <laughs> this is your gangster's paradise. They're all liars. The lying liars of liars. You can't believe anything that comes out of their mouths. The only one who's going to look after your health is you. And you need to advocate for your children. So switch off your telly. Get off your toilet rolls. Stop reading the National Enquirer. And pick up your Bible. Read your Bible. And start reading also actual nutrition books and, and herbs. God gave us everything we need. You shall find everything you need in the seeds of the fruits of the trees. Get outside in your garden. Go outside in nature. Start looking at, I'm doing a course in it actually, herbs and plants, how to recognize medicine, how to make medicine and how to apply it. It's wonderful. And don't listen to your gangsters because they want you to be sick and they want to then treat you with all that is not natural because you can't patent what's natural. So they need you sick, which is why they give you vaccines. And then they're going to treat you when you get sick with all their other nasties called Big Pharma. And then they're going to kill you. And then they're going to dispose of you. And you're going to pay for it the whole way along <laughs> in a nutshell. Do I sound cynical? No, it's the <laughs> truth. Yes. It's just the truth. Um, so what do we need? We need small amounts of essential fatty acids on a daily basis found in nuts and seeds. And your flaxseed oil is what that's from. Fresh and unspoiled as God created. Um, and essential junctions are within our cell. And if the liver's working well, we know what the liver is. It's the site foreman. All our blood in our entire circulation goes to the liver every three minutes. The liver is to cancer as the heart is to vascular disease. So if the liver's in working good order, it can convert all of these longer chain essential fatty acids, the EPA, into the and DHA found in also fish. So all of the other fats are not needed unless you're looking for vitamin A and D, which is found in organic grass-fed animals. And it's found in raw butter. I do actually have to say, if I can get my hands on raw, raw butter, I will have lots of it dribbling down my face off some homemade bread that's toasted. So fats, all other fats are very calorific and are used quite simply for energy and coverage, fat coverage. Unsaturated liquid oils, when heated, turn into trans fats and they're really toxic to the body. Solid oil like lard, dripping, suet, butter, coconut oil, um, they don't come from trans fats, so they, they are actually better for cooking. Um, but like I say, if you cook them at a high temperature on your vegetables, they convert uh, the outer coating of your vegetable into a plastic toxic substance called an acrylamide. So you should be cooking on low temperatures. Fats are just a source of energy and they're an expensive source of energy for your body as they don't have any vitamins or minerals in them like magnesium. So your body has to draw on its own stores of magnesium from the bones and tissues to turn them into fat. This is why you need to eat a really good, colorful, nutrient-dense organic diet. These fats then get embedded into your cell membrane. This is me going back to what I said. You are what you eat. Today's food becomes tomorrow's cells. So these fats become embedded into your cell membrane structure. And they, uh, they're the only, ones that you are, um, the only ones that you should really have are your essential fatty acids from your nuts, seeds, black soil, fish, hemp oils. 
The good oils, when not destroyed through heat, light or oxygen, are biologically active. So when you do, uh, I order six bottles of cold pressed organic uh, biodynamic flax oil and it comes in a sealed bottle in an opaque bottle and I shove them in the freezer because it's an oil that doesn't expand when you freeze it and then I take them out as I need them and as soon as you open it you've got to open it put it in your jar put the lid on both and put it in your fridge because the oxygen will start to destroy it so the interesting thing about this the good oils when not destroyed like I say through heat they're really good and they generate an electric field around your cell membrane. This is fantastic. And they pull oxygen into the cell. And remember what I said about our cells rely on the electrical field from the sun in the day, which is why we all should be out in it. Um, if there's any inflammation present, inflammation is the precursor to cancer, um, colitis, Crohn's, arthritis. These bad fats end up acting like hormones and they increase inflammation it's like pouring petrol onto a fire onto your barbecue so you don't want to have the bad fats and these essential fatty acids in the cell membrane they put out the inflammation they actually put out the fire so you need the good fats i love flax oil don't have too much so the bad fats um, need the good fats to counteract them and our modern diet is full of the bad fats, but don't forget, COVID-19 is the be-all and end-all now. Every hospital is just the COVID service, but they keep McDonald's open. Of course they do. The queues can be seen around the corner and all of your confectionery stores, Dunkin' Donuts, they're all still open. And what do they have in them? The bad fat, the fat that has the long shelf life, the fat that increases inflammation, that pours petrol on your tumours. That's all allowed. Because it's all about COVID. So what do we do to heal a sick body? This is really important. You reduce all of your fats because they're empty. Remember what I said? They're empty calories. They don't have, they just generate energy. They don't have other things in them. So reduce, reduce it. Now, Thomas Tolberg did an amazing study. And he showed that like your animal protein lowers your T lymphocytes, which you need to kill viruses, funguses, and tumors. But when you, when you um, reduce those, those cells go up. Well, don't forget, you know, the, these fats that come in there as well. So to heal a sick body, reduce your fats. They stimulate free radical damage. Remember what I explained about what's a free radical? It's a car with its wheel missing. So they stimulate free radical damage. And when there's too many of these free radicals, they pile up in the cell and the cell switches to insulin resistance can't generate energy. So this, it stops any more fuel entering the cell. You get tired, slows down all this energy production, and then you just get more free radicals. There's no guard against fats entering the cell. However, if free radical production persists, it will perpetuate and bolster insulin resistance. High fat, high sugar will smother, suffocate, and asphyxiate your cells. So government, FDA, and all the gangsters at the Gangsters Paradise that are running the whole COVID show, they're trying to kill you because they're keeping McDonald's open. So what you need is a good diet. Too much sugar, too much fat, we don't need. And interestingly, all of your charities that are out for um, 
supporting cancer. And the, the biggest one in the UK is called Cancer Research UK. And when you abbreviate that, it's crook. And they are indeed crooks because I was all over their, their site like a, a, you know, a rat out of an aqueduct. And um, I found out they're gangsters as well like all these charities are, all their money comes from the public and none of that money goes into looking at diets or even telling people what they should eat. No, they advocate wearing pink and having coffee and cake mornings with more <laughs> of this fat and more of this sugar. Um, so, well, Kate, uh, Kate, uh, let's, let's, I... let, me, let me address something right quick. Uh, one, uh, South Coastal says that uh, cell renewal um, – the key to that is apple cider vinegar. I know you're a big proponent of that. We are here at our house as well. Um, and then there was an, there was another question but uh, that I've got here that for you that I know you're getting kind of near that, and we're going to transition over to the vaccine issue. But um, <clears throat> let's speak about the FDA because we take the Bible and the Constitution. Now, we brought the Bible in. We've talked about what God has given us for food and uh, what he laid out to the people. And he said, this is good for you. It is for life. I put life and death before you. Choose life. He's, he's spoken about that very clearly in the scripture. And then we have the issue that is a constitutional issue. You've been mentioning the FDA. Our constitution does not provide for such a agency as the FDA. It just doesn't, folks. And the fact of the matter is, is that when they came in, yeah, you're opening it up to corruption. There's a lot of money involved in the FDA. Um, there is a lot of regulation in that, and so it's prone and ripe. There's no doubt in my mind that there is bribery going on there. That is a crime, too. It's a crime against us as a people <clears throat> because the fact of the matter is you just look at what's going on with this vaccine issue that they're doing, what they're pushing through, what they allow to be in the vaccines. I was uh, back and forth with Dr. Madej the other day, <laughs> and <clears throat> we were talking. I said, okay. I'm looking at the Pfizer stuff, the ingredients we had there. I said, this one doesn't have aborted fetal cells in them. She said, no, that's in the other one. The uh, starts with an A, the other company. They put, they use that in there, but she says the, the Pfizer one uses the nanotechnology. And she said, this is the ingredients there that works with that. So nobody would put this stuff in their body on their own if they had the choice to put it in there. Most of them go to the, the doctor or if they're looking, if they want to take this vaccine, anybody who does, thinks that this is some kind of a magic silver bullet, and it isn't. They're even telling you you have to have two of them before they claim it's effective. Um, there's, there's all kinds of problems with that. But we do have a question, and I'll let you speak to that if you want, but we do have a question in the chat. It's a little bit off topic, but Jennifer says she's got a friend that's bipolar uh, with stage 3 lung cancer. What would you recommend for that person? And again, let me let me um, clarify something. We're just so we're you know keeping ourselves on the up and up. It's it's med, it's it's information. This is for information purposes only. If you want to go see your doctor, knock yourself out. But this is just information for people who want to hear from a nurse and a nutritionist. Okay. <laughs> go ahead, Kate. Okay, so yes, it's not intended to replace your medical advice, but I sure as hell would say this to you: if you follow your medical advice with lung cancer, I don't believe there's any cure. However, Carl Helvey, if you want to research him, Carl Helvey was the longest surviving lung cancer patient. He's only just died in his 80s and he was diagnosed in his 40s. Dr. Carl Helvey, and he was a good friend of mine, and he was a fellow nurse. 
and he cured himself of lung cancer, let me tell you. Um, so lung cancer again, uh, and the bipolar as well. When I was researching um, psychiatry, I came across uh, a study where they looked at, uh, this particular psychiatrist had looked at uh, schizophrenia, hebephrenic, catatonic, simple and paranoid, and he'd taken all the gluten out of the diet, and he'd managed to get these patients off their medication. And uh, when they slipped back into having it, their symptoms came back, slipped back into having the gluten. And of course, our grain isn't prepared anymore the way it's meant to be prepared if you look in the Bible. So it, it's almost toxic to the body. So bipolar, one has to look at all of the additives in the food and the frontal lobe part of the brain is responsible for tension, tact and tenacity of endeavor. And what that means is it's responsible for, for our being socially able to interact, our ability to be able to focus on a task and learn. And a lot of the new foods and the additives, and they've proved this by going through an MRI scanner, turns down the frontal lobe. So you start to see lots of uh, conditions that are described in psychiatry coming about through diets, uh, um, Tourette's, for instance. So I would certainly uh, put this gentleman for that part onto a clean plant-based diet and again, look at the fats. And then definitely for his lung cancer, I would absolutely consider doing the Gerson therapy, um, the modified Gerson therapy. I don't know whether he's already had chemo or what he's done, but certainly considering um, a plant-based diet, uh, very low in animal protein, bringing in lots of supplements, um, bringing in uh, some uh, acidol to bring the stomach acidity up to what it should be, some pancreatic enzymes, some iodine. These are all things I would consider. And I'm certainly available uh, via my email if that gentleman does wish to be consulted on that. I do charge for it because the girl's got to eat and pay the bills. But um, I have lots and lots of cancer patients um, that are, I, I've only really lost one that came to me very late really end stage with weeks to live, but every one of my patients touch woods and through their own hard work is still with me. And some of them actually, I'd like to add, uh, their disease is non-existent now. And we can't use any other word for that because I'll go straight to prison. <laughs> yeah, right. Kate, Kate, she, she asked that you would repeat the gentleman's name who had the lung cancer, who lived into his eighties uh, and spell his name. If you've got that. Dr. Carl. I believe it was K-A-R-L. It might be, uh, it might be C, actually, C-A-R-L. Helvey, H-E-L-V-I-E. Dr. Carl Helvey, an incredible man. And uh, his interview is on my laptop that the uh, unlawful civilians in uniform at the Met still have. <laughs> uh, I will get that back. Uh, I just would like to add, actually, at this stage, I would like to uh, thank the Lord for uh, some very kind people who have indeed purchased a new laptop Amen. for me. I'm very blessed. It's wonderful. State of the art. It's got everything I need on it and some. So thank you. All right. Amen. You know Amen. who you are. Yeah. <clears throat> We've got some great Arrives people. this week. Yeah, we we've got some great people in in uh, in our uh, in our audience, and uh, we appreciate you guys very very much. All right, oh, Kate. I really do. <laughs> yeah, one of the things that uh, 
um, we're also going to talk about, and I don't know if you've got some stuff you want to finish up with fats, but we are going to be talking about the vaccine. You guys, um, again, Carrie gave me a document yesterday for, it was Reg 184 or something like, I forget what the thing was, uh, the vaccine that's coming out there. Is that the one you're wanting to talk about today? Did you have some more stuff that you wanted to get to with well, uh, the fats? Well, uh, what I have in front of me today, I, I've sent it to Carrie, so she might have sent it to you okay. already. Um this is the medical product does not have UK marketing authorization, but has been given authorization for temporary supply by the UK Department of Health and Social Care. They're another crooked bunch. And the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, another crooked bunch, for active immunization to prevent COVID-19, which I personally don't believe in, even exists, caused by SARS-CoV-2, which I believe was made in a lab. Uh, in individuals age 16 years of age and over, which is criminal and going to be genocide. So it goes on about this medical product. So this document clearly is for healthcare providers. And it goes on and it tells them um, what it's for, you know, where it's stored with a nice picture, how they, you know, how they're meant to get it ready. Look, uh, I know what this is because I've done it in my practice. A vial, how you draw it up. And then we get to this bit, which if you're a nurse out there stalking and watching me, oh my words, God is watching. You are going to so pay your debts. And for me, I would be terrified. But he does keep score. Oh my word, does he keep score. You should not even be considering putting this weapon in somebody after you've read this document. So contraindications. So they already know that there's going to be a high volume of uh, adverse events from this Pfizer vaccine because they've already put a tender out in October. So they're expecting it. Adverse events are death right down to a rash. So they're expecting a high volume. Contraindications, hypersensitivity to the active substance. Um, Goes on. Interaction with other medicinal products and other forms. No interaction studies have been performed. Zero. Zero interaction studies. None. Nada. Zilch. So if you've been taking any medicines, they're still in your body. They don't go out of your body. Everything filters through your liver and it's packaged in fat and shipped back out if it can't get out of your body. Oh my word. They've done no studies on it. Fertility and pregnancy and lactation. That's your breast milk. I don't know why I pointed to my neck because I had a double mastectomy and a reconstruction, even though the mammogram team keeps sending me a letter. There's been no studies, none, nada, zilch, none. So it is unknown whether COVID-19 mRNA vaccine is excreted in human milk. Good Lord. So you're going to be giving it. I can't think. Fertility. Zero, zilch, nada. It's unknown whether COVID-19 mRNA vaccine has an impact on fertility. It's here. They don't know. So you're going to be sticking this loaded weapon in someone's arm. So they don't know if it affects fertility. They don't know if it's carried in your breast milk. And they don't even know whether it interacts with any other medicines. So when they go on to the trials, there's virtually none done. None. It's just such a small cohort. I mean, one of the trials, they only used, uh, where was it? Uh, one of the trials, X point, uh, oh, it was so small, such a small thing of the population. The other trial, 
they only did the first injection, not the next ones. When you look at, what is it, 9 billion people in the world, there's not even a speck of dust on the bottom of your sock. Oh, sure. And they're going to roll this out. Uh, and this is for the this is for the for the for the for the for the practitioners for anyone who's going to be giving it. I mean, I can't imagine because let me just say this: um, most pregnancies aren't planned, and you don't know really you're pregnant uh, unless you've been pregnant a few times. Like I'm sure your wife will be able to say, "Yeah, I knew I was pregnant before I missed my period." By the time I got to my fourth child, I knew. I knew even before I was like, I had a cold sore, I, things started to taste of metal and, and I had all these elastic bands firing off in my abdomen. And I thought, oh, I know that feeling. Um, and it wasn't planned. That was after my first three babies were IVF. This was a miracle from God. So most pregnancies, people don't know they're pregnant. And in the first 12 weeks of pregnancy, that's when everything grows. And in 12 weeks, I've held uh, miscarried spontaneous abortion fetuses in my hand at 12 weeks and they are perfect they are perfect tiny little babies with genitals they're absolutely perfect all they've got to do is grow in size and lay down fat so everything they've got is in that first 12 weeks so everything you come into contact with in the first 12 weeks of your pregnancy is what's going to have an impact and damage that growing baby so if you don't even know you're pregnant in that first couple of weeks after conception, so conception occurs after the eggs released, and then it starts to divide and divide and divide. You've got a bundle of cells, a blastocyst, and then all the cells push to one side. And you get this fetal pole. The baby develops in the end, starts to embed into the uterus, and you're going to go and have a COVID-19 vaccine. Excellent. Or you don't know you're pregnant, and you're now six clusters, six weeks pregnant, because it's six weeks since your last period when you have a COVID-19. And you might be young. You might not want anyone to know you're pregnant. You might be a young schoolgirl or somebody young, concealed pregnancy. And you go and have it because you've got to have it because of your job or going to school or university or college. Remember, most pregnancies aren't planned. And they've done no tests on it. Or... You've got to, you, you know, you've got to go and have it or you're afraid, you don't know. So you're breastfeeding. You might only be breastfeeding. Once you go and take the risk, it's carried in your breast milk. I mean, they haven't tested for fertility. So you go and have this and now you're sterile. And so everyone else is doing it. And so the men. There's a really good movie. I think it's called, um, is it, is it? Man of God, uh, Man of God, or something, and it, it's set in the future. It's probably set around about now, actually. And there's no one has been able to conceive for over eighteen years, and there's no more babies being born, and there's just this one young man that's in America that's that was the last person to be born. And that movie does spring to mind. And remember, they like to portray everything they're going to do in the movies, which is what they've done. So when I see this. There's no fertility test done. It's an inversion. This is all the devil's work. They haven't done the fertility test because I'll bet your bottom dollar it makes you sterile. I'd absolutely lay money. Well, I we, bet you it's, you know, bet Kate, you it's carried in, in breast milk because they yeah. want to make sure you're sterile. They want to make sure your baby's sterile. They want to make sure you're sterile. So I'll bet you it's carried in breast milk. And we, then when you go through, this is the Pfizer one. 
And, you know, the biosensors in the Pfizer one, they use neon green, the equivalent of the, the luciferase. In fact, yep. uh, there's a law. The bioluminescence. Yeah, so that they can spot you under these scanners. Uh, they're using um, sucrose as a stabilizing agent um, uh, as it's thawed from being cryo, cryo frozen. Sodium phosphate, uh, uh, dibasic, uh, it's used as an anticoagulant because this has got PEG in it that activates your platelets. And your platelets are what, when you cut yourself, yeah. your platelets are what clot it all. So right. you don't bleed to death. Yep. And remember, um, you know, we saw loads of clotting everywhere with this this drug that they use on the Gulf War, uh, that um, anthrax. And you know what else as well? Don't you just love the devil's playground here? <laughs> what do they tell us the symptoms of COVID-19 are? These gangsters? Oh, COVID toes, where you get all clotting in your extremities. I mean, it's got to the point now where I've, I've really had to ask for forgiveness. I lie in bed every morning when I wake up and I always do my prayers. I've taken to doing them twice now in my bed and on my garden. But I, I have had to ask for forgiveness because I've found myself uh, going for a walk with my lovely dog bestie, Katrina. And we say, OK, when we get really, really fed up and angry, I go, OK, let's make a list of who we want to have the vaccine first. My list is growing. But, you know, and it's because... And then afterwards, I have to go, I need to ask for forgiveness here because uh, um, they're telling us, they're telling us the symptoms of COVID-19 are the same as the vaccine. It's, it's evil genius. It's evil genius. They're laughing at us. Well, they're not laughing at me because I've seen behind the curtain, the Wizard of Oz, but all these people trotting around like good citizens. I've seen you. With the mask on, I'm doing my bit. I'm protecting you. You're not protecting me at all. You fool. Get your Bible out and get reading. It's all in there. Well, it's 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 not just it's not just even that. Uh, yesterday, the show that they ended up giving us the warning and they pulled, which I documented. I went right back to the um, New England Journal of Medicine, and they said there earlier this year they said masks. You know, outside of uh, you know the hospital, so to speak, have little, if any, prevention. I mean, they said it in their own words, and they said even in the hospital, it's like people forgot that your eyes absorb things, that your skin absorbs stuff. They they forgotten Absolutely. that. Absolutely, conjunctiva of your eye is really permeable. Yeah, which is why they give all the cops the hepatitis B vaccine in case they get spat on. So if you're a cop watching this, don't you just love that God's keeping score? Because in that hepatitis B vaccine is uh, Epstein-Barr virus. And guess what? You've all got MS because that's what it is. Multiple scars, Latin, multiple scarring on your myelin sheath. And what do all those myelin sheaths that are damaged test for? Positive for autopsy, Epstein-Barr. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's all in there. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> Well, it's absolutely incredible that when you when you go through these things and you begin to look at them and you look at the results of that. In fact, uh, they pulled our channel before, the first uh, Sons of Liberty channel, and that was after I had the interview with, with uh, Dr. Madej. And the interesting thing was she was listing out, you know, for the tetanus shot. She said, these things have 
uh, I forget the specific that was in it, that was um, known to cause sterilization. Now, she didn't uh, say... Yeah, it was. She didn't say everybody who anti, got it... Anti-HCG. Right. So these girls, as soon as they got pregnant, they were... Some of them wouldn't even know they were pregnant. They just... Your HCG goes up when you're pregnant. Yeah. Human chorionic gonadotrophin. Well, well uh, she wasn't even saying... HCG. Yeah, YouTube came back and said, oh, she's saying this causes sterilization. She was talking about the vaccine, or they were saying the vaccine. And I said, I even told our attorney, we, we wrote back to YouTube, and I said, she never said everybody who took the, took the vaccine was sterile. What she said was these things that they were putting in it was known to cause sterilization. It's kind of like when a woman has a, takes a birth control. Well, how many women get, get, uh, get pregnant on birth control? Well, lots of them. Lots of lots of women get pregnant on birth control, but the but the idea is it's they put it in there to change out the natural. Um, what am I trying to say? The, the the menstruation cycle so that it's it's it becomes regular. So that basically, <laughs> even if they were to conceive, it's going to go through and tear down the the um, the uterus walls and the, the things that, that come out in the menstruation okay uh and and it it, it is an abortifacient yeah thank you <laughs> it, it's, it's an abortifacient and people don't even realize that sometimes they're destroying their offspring when they're taking that because they're unaware that it's even happening you were talking about the the women and and the time of the the development of the baby but these were things people need to understand this is how the big tech companies are following after things like the world health organization uh led by a guy who isn't even a medically trained doctor um and we're seen dancing in women's clothing oh isn't that nice yeah oh. <laughs> you know these these things are i i was i worked my very first job was a gynecology ward i have seen the horrors f- firsthand and um you know taking the birth control pill it completely messes your body up. Taking uh, these these little rods that they put in your arm, um, they cause disease, and people get really sick. And then and then you know having the coil in the co- people think that the coils birth control. It doesn't stop you getting pregnant. It just stops the embedding. And I've seen lots of spontaneous abortion miscarriages where they're pregnant, and when it gets to a certain size, it, it, they miscarry. Or they come out with the coil. I've seen a, a coil embedded in this uh, this fetus's head. It was horrific. Um, but you know, this is all of these things are so unnatural. And I do believe Rockefeller, at the turn of the century, has has, has given us allopathic uh, sorcery and witchcraft, allopathic medicine. And yes, you know, emergency care is phenomenal. But I believe this is coming to an end. Their time is coming to an end because it's ran away with itself. It's just people are wising up to it. And you know what they've done now? They've got everybody where everyone thinks that it's the be all and end all and it's going to save you. What have they done? They've pulled, they've made everyone so sick and so ignorant that now when they they think that this witchcraft and sorcery is going to save them, They've pulled the rug from under them and just said, no, you can't have any of that. You can only have the COVID-19 service. So this is what they've actually done. They've primed everyone. It's a lock and load. And they're going to fire the gun and they're not going to help you. They're just going to say, no, you've got to have the COVID-19 vaccine. You've got to have the chip. You're not going to go anywhere or you're not going to have anything else. Well, 
if you have that, you're not going to have anything else anyway. I agree. Uh, and I think that's why people need to be as informed as they can. I don't know why there's a there's a problem with any um, scrutiny over these vaccines. I, I just don't understand. That. I don't know why there's a problem with scrutinizing the official narrative that we get from whether it's, you know, the, the World Health Organization, the CDC. I mean, we've already caught them in so many back and forth with their numbers uh, with what they are telling us, we're seeing these problems with uh, the, the the vaccines. We're seeing the ingredients in there. Guys, none of us would take what they have in that vaccine and drink it. None of us would do that. So why are we so apt to want to stick it in our arm, especially when we don't even have what they're telling us exists? And I got to tell you, I, I went up and I, I told the audience the other day, my dad had a, a really bad cough. It was a really, really bad cough. And uh, so he went to the doctor, and I took him up some of my chlorine dioxide. I said, try this out. Um, you know, use about six drops or whatever and do it twice a day. Just do that in your water. And um, and I took him some of these elderberry uh, cough drops that, that a friend of mine sent me. And the next day, he was already doing better, but it really messed with his stomach. So I said, just tone down the drops. Don't put as many in there. Put half of them in there or something. Uh, but he he recuperated pretty quickly over whatever he had. And then my mom goes, um, she wasn't feeling well. And she goes, oh, they said, I've got the COVID. I said, come on, mom. I, I said, what are you feeling? Oh, I just feel tired. I, I feel, you know, a little achy. It was almost like she had the flu. You could tell she didn't feel good. And, um, <clears throat> and so, you know, I'd give her some of that stuff too. I said, just go ahead and use it and then we'll come back and get it. But I, I said, even the guy, they don't even know it. I said, even the guy who developed this PCR test says, you're not supposed to use it for that. You can find whatever you want in that thing. Uh, you can apply it to whatever. Absolutely. And look what they did yeah. with all the, you know, if you were gay and you got <laughs> sick, you must have HIV. Not, you get sick like everybody else in the population. You're just getting sick with, what was it, 29 other diseases uh, that they put all in again as COVID. Uh, it's like they have with COVID. It's exactly the same. It's identical um, no, if you got sick, you you must have HIV. You can't possibly have just a cough or a cold or a sinus infection. No, it's HIV. And that's exactly what they do. And now you can't possibly have a cold or a flu, which is a clear out. We know that. Um, or, or have anything. It's all COVID. You can't possibly have a clotting disorder. No, it's COVID toes, COVID fingers and toes. It's all just, it's all rubbish and it's a lie and I, I just can't even uh I, I've actually decided I'm not even going to listen to it anymore I'm not going to have anything to do with any of it and much as I don't like shopping online I was going to go and do a little bit of shopping today then he decided I couldn't be around the idiots and their masks today I'd rather be on the forest with nobody and just my friend and my dogs and I'll do a bit of shopping online and use the devil's tool to my advantage thanks but um I just don't even want to be around these people I just don't want to do it anymore. And I was sitting in the hairdressers uh, getting my roots done because I used to be a natural blonde. Um, and I was sitting there and everyone's sitting in a mask except for me. And the hairdressers are wearing these black masks and visors. And I, ca I can't understand what anyone's saying because I've got reduced hearing in my ear from working for an airline and sitting down the back. It, you know, it's really loud on takeoff. And a police car goes whizzing past and it gets stopped outside the shop window in the traffic, sirens blazing. And everyone's looking, they're like, oh, 
God, I wonder what's going on. I went, oh, they'll have a phone call. Someone's not got a mask on. And everyone sort of looked at me <laughs> and no one laughed. I laughed. <clears throat> yep. I had a good old chuckle to myself. But they were sitting there. Anyway, the young, uh, young girl, she wasn't a woman really. She was a young girl next to me. She's talking and I'm listening to her conversation as clearly as I possibly could. But she was right next to me. She said, well, we all had to wear masks at college. And then uh, we all tested positive for COVID-19. So they've had to shut my class and we're all isolating. And I thought, and, and also they're now clearly looking for the brains of all those people at college. Because <laughs> if you're all wearing a mask and you've all got COVID-19, when did rational thinking come in? Well, there, there, I don't think there is rational thinking. In fact, me and my son went down to this, the little, I guess you call them scratch and dent, the discount stores. Um, great place for us to save lots of money on a lot of different things. And The uh, Amish have those, you know. The Amish yeah. have big storehouses, well, we, and we, they have their own scratch and dent. When we went in, it had the sign on the door, the, you know, please wear a mask, but it's not required unless there's a govern- unless there's the governor mandates it. And I just thought to myself, now these are people that we shop with for a long time. I just thought to myself, the moment you do that, you're going to be in trouble with me. Uh, yeah, I'll be because, paying full price. Yeah, because, you. because you're going to, you're, <laughs> well, it's not just that. I'm going to deal with you according to the law because now you're in violation of the law by following an unlawful mandate. And I went in and it blew my mind. It really blew my mind because there wasn't a person in the store except me and my son who wasn't wearing a mask, every one of them. And there was a bunch of people in there buying stuff. And it was the, it was the first time I've seen it that bad. I've usually go in and I'll see a person here or there, uh, with it, that this is, this is coming. And you know, the easiest way to get rid of that whole nonsense, guys, toss your television out, turn it off, do something, quit listening to the radio. Read papers. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So didn't, look, didn't we're, Biden we're, say, if I get in, I'm going to mandate oh, mask yeah. wearing for 100 days. What's, I want to ask Biden if, if he can manage to get <laughs> any of his brain cells functioning yeah. out of his demented state with his dementia. I think, he, I think he's got a groove in the back of his neck where Hillary's hand works. His it's prob- it probably was. Wait, but, we're coming up on but, the end uh, of the show. We're coming up on the end not, of the show, Kate. Where's the science? Where's the science? There isn't any. There isn't any. Kate, we're coming up on the end of the show. Tell people where they can find out more about you. I know you've got a website and some things. You've got about uh, 20 seconds uh, wait, I've got everything going on, but you can contact me on katechemerani at gmail.com. We're at The Medical Revolutionaries on Facebook, on Instagram, The Medical Revolutionaries. I am on BitChute. I'm going to be loading soon because I'm a new laptop. And I just would like to say I don't smoke. That yellow is from turmeric because I've just made myself <laughs> turmeric and lemon tea. It's not nicotine. <laughs> All right. As always, we appreciate you, Kate. A lot of people in the chat room appreciate you. They love you. They love to see you on, too, because they don't get to see you that much now. So uh, we appreciate your time. Always the information that you give us is very helpful. And uh, we're thankful to God that you're with us here at the Sons of Liberty. Guys, have a great weekend. Great Lord's Day. Monday morning, 6 a.m. Eastern time. Be back with you. Lee Garrett will be with us. See you.